1: Mindfulness is being uh, mindful, you know, aware, bringing conscious attention to what's really going on, to what's happening.
0: Welcome back to the Entrepreneurial You. I'm your host, Henika Watkins-Porto. Our guest today, Peak Performers, is a certified holistic health practitioner, integrative nutrition health coach, Qigong and meditation teacher, sexual awakening for women facilitator, and author of The Multi-Orgasmic Diet. She has been running her own business, Elemental Harmony, since 2007. She lives in Seattle, Washington, in the United States. I'm so happy to welcome Rebecca Clio-Gold. Welcome to the Entrepreneurial You, Rebecca. Thank you so much for having me here. Awesome. I have a fun question for you before we delve into things, right? Great. So, I like fun. <laughs> <laughs> if you could buy any island in the world, how would you describe your island in just a few words?
1: Mm, um, full of trees, quiet, and beautiful.
0: Full of, so you are a nature lover, obviously.
1: Yes. Awesome.
0: So we learned a little about you um, within that few seconds. And now we are moving into our meat of the matter. Your mission, Rebecca, is to help women live emotionally whole lives, right? What are some of the underlying reasons in your mind why women, some women are not achieving this employed lives to begin with?
1: So um I've just encountered in my own life um, personally and professionally and with clients and students that there there can often be a feeling of something missing in your life um, or feeling somehow unfulfilled or unsatisfied and so one thing that I've found to be very helpful is helping, other women and learning for myself how to get more in touch with my own emotions, how to get more in touch with my body, how to cultivate sexual energy and sensuality and self-love and how that can lead to feeling more fulfilled.
0: And you touched on, you know, just being in touch with your body and coming into who you are sexually. Were you always like that? Were were you at some point experiencing the, these lack of, you know, empowered feeling and empowered way of behaving at any point in your life?
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I think, you know, it started with my own need for growth and empowerment and healing, um, feeling disconnected, um, with my own sexuality or having body image issues and other struggles. So, um, I mean, I think that from a young age, actually, I was always pretty curious and open, um, curious about sex and sexuality, but that I had a lot of body image issues growing up and struggles with weight and just feeling good about myself. And so then as a young adult, I began to, to do things that helped me um, feel better. And I knew I wanted to help other women in that way, too.
0: And for women right now who are struggling with, you know, this body image and not just accepting themselves for who they are, I know you do, you know, this is pretty much your business. How it is that you help women to overcome these feelings of inferiority and struggles with their body image?
1: Yeah, great question. Um, There are a variety of things. I mean, like, for example, in my book, I have uh, over 80 practices. So, you know, a lot of what I do is I teach women various practices, various methods and ways that they can cultivate more self love and cultivate having more energy and sensuality. So it, it really depends on the woman like what her um, what her struggle is and why she's having it what, what kind of practice would work best for her. But um, I feel like a good foundation is um, self love and self knowledge just really getting more intimate with yourself.
0: It seems, Rebecca, that self-love is is the root of many of the problems that we encounter, not just as it relates to, you know, sex and sexuality, uh, but just generally, even I know that, for example, in the Caribbean here, a lot of persons struggle with even their own color and their own identity, you know what I mean? So loving yourself is what you're saying that is important.
1: Yeah, and... You know, it's one of my favorite practices for myself and to teach has to do with looking in the mirror and really taking in your own beauty. And because so many people struggle with that, it can actually feel very uncomfortable in the beginning. And it can like women might feel like, oh, I don't want to do it. Or maybe they start to and it makes them cry or feel uncomfortable. But that that is such a powerful practice to be able to look at yourself and just fully accept and embrace who you are Mm -hmm. inside and out. And affirm, yeah, affirm
0: yourself, affirm who it is that you are. Women are working in the homes. They're in businesses. They're doing the community service. They're doing so many things, so many different things that, you know, cause a a strain and a drain on their energy. How can they ensure, how can women ensure that they quiet their minds to, to face their inner peace and to be themselves?
1: yeah, great question. Um Well, I'm sure you know a lot of people now talk about meditation and mindfulness. Um, I do teach meditation. I also teach Qigong, as you mentioned earlier. And Qigong is specifically about cultivating energy. Qi is vital life force energy. And um, it's an ancient practice based on traditional Chinese medicine. The idea of that there's this vital life force energy inside us and all around us. And there are movements and breathing techniques and even just your intention along with it to bring in fresh, pure energy and send out any stuck or stagnant energy.
0: You talk about mindfulness, and especially in the, you know, this show is for entrepreneurs, targeting entrepreneurs, and those who want to become entrepreneurs. And I find that mindfulness is something, there are apps for that now, I'm realizing, you know, it's something that is big on the agenda of all these um, hyperactive (laughs) entrepreneurs, if you will, Tell me a little more about mindfulness. Let's delve a little deeper into mindfulness, what it is really, and how does it help? How can it help to balance your life?
1: (laughs) Um, Well, mindfulness is being uh, mindful, you know, aware Bringing conscious attention um, to what's really going on, to what's happening. So, being present, you know, not just kind of going through things in a mechanical or robotic autopilot way, but really being present and aware. And when you do that, um, first of all, I think that it can actually bring a lot more clarity and power to what you're doing you can also feel more enjoyment and more relaxed in it when you are fully aware and present with what you're doing
0: and when you're not living a balanced life when you're going and allowing the the hustle and bustle and the stresses and for those i, I keep referencing the kirban because of course that's where i'm mm-hmm. from and that's where mm-hmm. many of our listeners are from when mm-hmm. you know you're just going around and you, you're not you're not paying attention to how your body is actually feeling and how can that impact your outcome? Depend, you know, whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish, how can that impact your outcome? Um,
1: Well, the first thing that I think of actually is, and this might not apply to everyone, but I think of the tendency to eat foods that aren't healthy or to maybe not eat enough. You know, like some people tend to under eat when they're, wrapped up in the hustle and bustle and some people tend to overeat or eat, you know, quick fast food or junky food. Um, and then that can affect your energy. It can affect your mental capacity, your clarity, it can affect your mood. So, um, yeah, I think that it can create a a feeling of stress and maybe even being more in a survival mode rather than relaxed and enjoying your life.
0: Right. And it's, so what do you say to, you know, many of us who are doing you know they're running two jobs they're doing two jobs mm-hmm. or if they're doing businesses uh they mm-hmm. are the as they say in jamaica head cook and butter washer right doing every <laughs> single <laughs> every single thing right um, yeah. what piece of advice do you have for persons who may be in that category
1: that's a great question. Um, you know, I for me in my life, I tend to like to take time in the morning to do a mindfulness practice or two, like journaling and Qigong or journaling and meditation or yoga. Um, but one thing that I think can be really helpful for people who are really busy is if they feel like they can't make time like 20 minutes or, or more at one time in the day to schedule in just a few minutes, you know, two minutes, five minutes, several times throughout the day to just take some conscious breaths or stretch a little bit or write in their journal, do something um kind of interspersed throughout the day actually might be easier for a busy person, but it really depends. Some people would rather schedule it in as one time in their day,
0: ok. so you're you're what I'm hearing from you is that. You don't have to, you know, check into any big consultant, um, pay any big consultant to feed, just to practice some basic things. Oh, right. I'm sure, because, uh, and I'm going to touch on your book a little more, right? Yeah. But before yeah. we do, your research would have probably shown some risks that are associated with, with living with stress, you know? Um, what are some of those that you would have identified? Well,
1: when we live with, stress it can create um, sickness, you know, disease in the body, pain, it can affect our relationships, it can affect our, our work. Um, it, it, I mean, it really can be affect any everything in our life when we're stressed out. And um, I truly believe that the purpose of life is to enjoy it. So, you know, if we're living our life in a way where we're just stressed out and um, can't even enjoy the fruits of our labor, then, you know, that's really not... Uh, you know, a great way to live. So, um, you know, it can definitely manifest in physical illness or, um, or other discomfort in the body.
0: Um, any, anything associated with the heart, for example, heart diseases?
1: Um, you know, I haven't researched that in particular. Um, so I can't really speak to that directly, but, um, but I could definitely, you know, imagine a connection there because, you know, when we're when we're stressed out, it can increase our blood pressure and our heart rate. And so it's good to learn how to calm down and to live in a more relaxed way while still being productive and, you know, meeting your goals and living your dreams. Mm-hmm.
0: One of the things we, we love to say here, um, sometimes we say it's in Jamaica, is that we spend our life our entire life trying to amass wealth, Right. Mm-hmm. And at the expense of our health. Right. And, and then when we get that wealth, we have to, because we have neglected our bodies, we have to know, spend that wealth to take care of our health, you know? <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. It doesn't make any sense. It makes right? absolutely no sense. So
0: <laughs> you're, I want to get from you what a typical session is like, because, um, you know, you do, you, you are a certified holistic health practitioner, uh, integrative nutrition health coach, meditation teacher and all these things so I want to hear from you what is a typical session if I felt like you know I'm, I'm being so stressed out all the cares of this world are upon me and I need to come and book a session with you what is a typical session like what would you recommend for me um, I'm sure well, you'd have to ask a couple of questions eh? But- right <laughs> right
1: well because I, I work with people in so many different ways I would probably say like well let's hop on the phone for 20-30 minutes for Free consultation and figure out what would be best because some people are going to want to do coaching and just you know talk over the phone or Skype and and have some coaching that might include some guided meditation. But some people are going to want to come be with me in person and learn qigong or receive some kind of body work or energy work. So um, it really depends on the individual. But I always like to bring mindfulness and embodiment into it and really help people learn how to um, relax and get in touch with their own inner knowing. So maybe getting you into a relaxed state and then asking questions that will help you arrive at an answer. Um, And then, you know, if needed, I'll provide some suggestions or guidance But I really like to help um, empower you to like help you quiet your mind and empower you to hear your own inner wisdom.
0: I like for me. I mean, I can speak from experience, right? I have a very hyperactive mind. It's very, very hard for me to settle like um, and I find, you know what has been helping me a lot? Um, Of course, my faith does help. But um, even on a practical standpoint, what has been helping me a lot is just listening to some of those um, meditation music on on YouTube.
1: Yeah, I, yeah. I do that too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I find, I mean, there are some tunes, Rebecca, that it's like they take me on a totally different path, you know? Yeah, a to- yeah. yeah like it, it, it takes me out of this world. I, I like it, but yeah, so I'm one of those who I don't get settled very easily at all. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, so yeah, so listening to some kind of guided meditation mm-hmm. or music can be good. or um, one thing that I really love about Qigong, especially the type that I, the main type that I teach is called jen, And it's all about opening the heart and unconditional love. And it's very gentle, fluid movement. And when I first started it, I didn't feel like I could just sit and meditate. So these, you know, the Qigong practice, the Sheng Zhen practice, it's like a moving meditation. So it can, it really can help you relax. Whereas if you just sit still to meditate maybe your mind is going all over the place yeah so if, you're, <laughs> if you're moving and you have these beautiful poetic contemplations along with it it can really help you settle down
0: yeah indeed i i, I find that the, the work i mean it it takes a while for my body to really my mind to be quiet mm-hmm. because my body will yeah. be still but oh my gosh my mind all over the place rebecca yeah. <laughs> i
1: hear you i know <laughs>
0: In terms of numbers of sessions, right, that uh, that, that you engage a client or kind client needs to engage you with, of course, I know, again, it will be dependent on the individual, but typically how many sessions, you know, one needs to really get into their zone?
1: Yeah, in general, I mean, I think that the, the most recommended is... Um, you know, like six months of either talking every other week or even every week. Um, but usually the shortest that I would do would be like a three-month commitment. For
0: persons who have experienced severe trauma in life, maybe they would have gone through, I don't know, sexual abuse. Maybe they would have gone through, you know, abandonment, you know, or espousal abuse or anything like that. Uh, vis-a-vis somebody who has never gone through any of those trauma do you see, do you find that those persons have a more difficult time, you know, settling down? How in terms of, you know, having been in trauma, experienced at level of trauma before?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I can't say conclusively because, um... I mean, I haven't done an actual like research study on it or anything, but I mean, I've gone through trauma from a car accident. And so I know from my own experience and from working with some other people that I do think that trauma, I mean, I know trauma affects the nervous system. So that can be true. Um, but I really, I, I don't think I can answer that. Mm-hmm.
0: Alright, fair fair, yeah. fair enough. Fair enough. Let's get back to your book, The Multi Orgasmic mm-hmm. Diet. <laughs> um <laughs> Are you suggesting, um, as a topic, because I haven't read it. It's very I'm very curious, but I haven't read it yet. Um, so are you suggesting that in order to um experience this multiple orgasm that your the title is suggesting that there's a diet for that? Like there's an app so for actually, everything.
1: <laughs> actually, so here's the thing. It's actually not about that. There is a book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> somebody, else, somebody else wrote a book called the Orgasmic Diet, and that actually is about like what foods to eat or not eat. And you know, it's gotten mixed reviews. I think it maybe it works for some people and not for other people. Mm-hmm. But my book, the Multi Orgasmic Diet, I actually redefine the term multi orgasmic. So the idea here is to feel. Multi-orgasmic all throughout your day. So basically, to uh-huh. feel that exhilaration and pleasure on and off all throughout your day, even you know if you're not having sex at all. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> um, and then the diet part, instead of it being about what food to eat or not eat, the idea here is more of like a lifestyle plan where um, by engaging in the practices that I provide in the book before a meal or when a craving comes on, it can help you make a healthier choice, um, maybe eating a healthier food or eating less instead of overeating because of already feeling good, already feeling um, energized and, you know, more pleasure from whatever practice you engaged in. Yeah, you know, that's
0: quite an interesting title. And I'm sure, you know, a of persons would have been curious, but I know. <laughs> I, whatever you know, what you're saying is that you know, as entrepreneurs, right? And again, we're targeting entrepreneurs here. As entrepreneurs, we need to to aspire to living a life that is wholesome, to living a life that is balanced. To living a life that we can be peak performers, like we call our community right here. So tell us some more about wholesome living. Just talk us through what we need to do, what we can do on a day to day basis, you know, to whenever we become so overwhelmed and we feel so overwhelmed with all the many things that we have to do. We have to make sure that the the um the bills are paid, that our debtors are paid
1: you know what I mean? Yeah. And I know for entrepreneurs, you know, there's like another kind of stress that we have as entrepreneurs. So um, it, creditors, really I mean, important. sorry,
0: I said this is our well. creditors are paid. Right. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think the first thing is to be aware when we're feeling that way and to allow ourselves to feel like okay I like I feel stressed out or overwhelmed I have all this stuff on my plate and recognizing that actually that doesn't necessarily mean to push harder or work more it might actually mean that you need to take some time out to rest mm-hmm. or to do something fun and and I'm not I mean a lot of entrepreneurs are like well my work is fun but like you know honestly like we also need to have time to do things that aren't work related um and I think that that can be a big issue for entrepreneurs where you know it like our work kind of bleeds over into our whole life. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's good to go do things that are totally unrelated. And um, one way that I feel like the multi-orgasmic diet can be helpful is it actually goes back to what I said earlier about the idea of doing things kind of all throughout the day, but just like short little things to help bring more mindfulness and enjoyment into your life. So maybe before each meal or, um, you know, if you get up from your desk to go to the bathroom, like have it be part of your bathroom break or before a meal to do you know a few conscious breaths or to do some jumping jacks or to give yourself a foot massage, you know to or to dance to a favorite song. so um, to find ways throughout your day to take little pleasure breaks, to take little um, a little bit of a rest here and there.
0: Yes. Um, and part of the reason why we don't do that sometimes, yeah, and I know you f- you have you you, hold yourself to a high standard and that's okay Yeah, you hold yeah. yourself to a high standard and you think that you have to accomplish all these many goals within a particular time <laughs> a short space of time you know uh-huh. and you pressure you put so much pressure on yourself when you're not accomplishing it within the time and and so you're saying don't feel guilty about that take those little uh, breaks that we need to take
1: yeah, and I mean, I know it, it can be so much easier said than done. I mean, oh, yeah. when, I, when, I, when I wrote this book, you know, I felt like such a hypocrite, you know, like total imposter syndrome, because I'm like, locking myself away in my office all day long, working on my book, not going out having fun. You know? and, and, and now that I'm done with the book, I'm like, Oh, I need to read my book and take my own advice. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, know. Like, I know. And I can now. And I and so I feel like I am coming back into balance by taking my own advice, and, you know, it's, it's been great. <laughs> right,
0: and one of the things I wanted to ask you as well was your journey in writing that book. How long did it take, and what was the journey like?
1: Yeah, good question. Um, so all together, it took um, a little bit more than a year and a half I would say, um, but there was about a six-month break in the middle, um, right before I finished um, my own rounds of editing. I went through a breakup, and I just felt really bummed out. And then I kind of like got out of touch with my book for several months. But then I got back to it and got back to the editing and hired professional editors and you know did the cover hired someone to do the cover design. But the the book writing itself. It was actually fairly fast because um i had worked on and off for years on other books but this book just like really wanted to come through and be written and be done and so that's what happened
0: you went through a breakup while writing this book
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you had to well allow yourself to deal with what it is that you were dealing with and then come yeah. right back share some more about that and how it, you know how important it is for us to allow ourselves to deal with the situations um, in our lives so that, you know, we don't have to let it become a hindrance to our goal.
1: Yeah. Um, well, you know, life happens and I was even in a book writing coaching program and, you know, my time with the coaching was about to, expire about two weeks after the breakup. And I told the coach, I was like, I just feel like I can't work on this. And they gave me another month, you know, so like, even they were like, yeah, take your time. I ended up needing more than a month. <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, you know, what I just knew, like, I need to totally focus on, you know, healing my heart and getting clear on like, what I want to need. And, um, and trusting that if this book really needs to be out in the world and needs to be finished, then it will be and I'll get back to it when I'm ready. And so I spent a few months, you know, not even trying to get back to it. And then I actually had about a month where I decided I'm not going to get back to it. Like, I felt really defiant. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to, I don't care. Like, what if I didn't want to be an author? You know, like, Mm -hmm. maybe that's stressing me out too much. What if I just let go of that dream? And so for a month, I let go of it. And I did feel kind of like I gave up, but it felt good. It Mm -hmm. didn't feel bad. And then just kind of out of the blue, I'm like, wait a minute, I want to get back to it. I'm ready. And so I got back to it.
0: (laughs) Awesome. You gave your time ta- you gave yourself the time that you really need. Because we yeah. do we do face as entrepreneurs again, we do face challenges from day to day. Sometimes yeah. we just got we just got to let go a bit. Um mm-hmm. is it because I'm somebody, for example, who will just push and push and push and I have to get things done yeah. and I have to get it done and, and it has to be done within a particular time. But you know what I'm mm-hmm. learning, Rebecca? I'm learning that sometimes the best thing that you can do for yourself and the project that you're working on is to let it go for a bit oh yeah just give it a break just stop you know the world yes. isn't going to collapse you know
1: i know i know it can be so hard like i know like i get i get that way too and i can feel so impatient like mm-hmm. i just want to check everything off of my list in yeah. like 24 hours
0: yeah <laughs> All right. So as we are about to, to wrap up, I'm going to ask you that you leave your final words with our community, you know, words that will inspire them to just be their best selves, you know, um, be in balance, be in harmony with themselves and the things around them with, with nature, being one with nature and, and so on. Take it away.
1: Yeah, I would just say to, you know, in addition to all the things on your to do list, put yourself on your list. You know, make yourself, <laughs> make how you, yeah, right? <laughs> make you a priority. Like how you feel each day is so important. So, you know, make feeling good a priority. Put yourself on your to do list.
0: Peak performers, put yourself on your to do list, make yourself a priority. <laughs> And I'm also saying that to myself too. Note to self,
1: right? Yeah, <laughs> I've never, you know what? I've never put it in those words. I'm really happy with what just came out of my <laughs> mouth. <laughs> well,
0: well said. You know, um, it resonates, and I'm sure having heard you, the community or our community, wonderful community here of peak performers, want to be in contact with you. So I'm going to ask you at this point, Rebecca, to leave. All your contact information your social media where we can find you, where we can connect with you.
1: Great. Um, well, I have a website, Rebecca and I'm on Facebook, Rebecca Clio Gould, or my personal one is Rebecca Gould. Um, I'm on Twitter, um, Instagram, and I also have the multiorgasmicdiet.com, dot which will basically either take you to Amazon or redirect you to my website. So that's a good way to find me too.
0: Rebecca, I want to thank you so much for being part of the Entrepreneurial U. I wish you every success in all the things that you're doing as you continue to pay, play your part in ensuring that we live wholesome lives, empowered lives.
1: Thank you. This is a really fun interview. Thanks for having me on. I am happy that you felt that way. Thank
0: you so much. If you've enjoyed this free podcast, please show your love and support by heading over to com and click in the subscribe and iTunes button. Leave your rating and review, and hopefully you will leave us a five-star rating. We would really love that. Thank you to our peak performers for tuning in. Until next time, I'm Henneka Watkins-Porto. Remember, you were born to win, but to be a winner, you must plan to win, prepare to win, and expect to win. What good?